update up to the minute. What's going on in the world? And where news breaks. Local news matters. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. It's always smart to know what's going on. Now on FM 1071. And we got to get right to it. we got a lot, a lot of stuff to get around to this morning. Good morning, San Antonio. 210-599-5555. We start with a mass shooting in Maine overnight. Been watching the coverage all night long in a town called Lewiston, Maine. And this guy by the name of Robert Card, uh, a guy with mental health issues, had an AR, went into a bowling alley where a kids' league was, and then went into a bar uh, firing off. And there were uh, apparently... As we know right now, and all this information is likely to change, I just want to tell you that up front, 22 dead and about 30 or so injured. But that could change and change drastically uh, depending on how uh, how the investigation goes. He is on the run. Uh, they don't know where he is. You have authorities all over the place. You have a lot of authorities outside of the main hospital where where uh, the, the victims are right now being treated and uh and of course there's uh, all kinds of assets that are being taken into the area boston is involved the fbi field office in boston is involved so on and so forth this has been a hot thing going on all night uh, they have no idea where this guy is so this area of maine is basically going to be in a shutdown mode throughout the day today no schools all school has been canceled in the area uh, basically everything else is being canceled right now because they want everybody staying inside with their doors locked and uh, and not uh, approaching him if they do find him obviously uh, a man with mental health issues he's a uh, army reservist they don't know if he's dead or alive they have no information about where he might be at this time or if they do they're not telling us um i want to bring in our mainer um is what they call them like we're called texans uh, i've heard them called mainers all night uh, uh tonight and uh, that of course is don morgan uh, who is uh, from that area and came to us from uh, from Maine. And, Don, what can you tell us about the area where this happened? Well, uh, Lewiston's a, a very blue-collar town. Um, there was a time in the early 1900s, it was a, a real hotbed for manufacturing. Um, and over the years, those textile industry jobs dried up. Um, you know, Lewiston was kind of left behind by a lot of these companies that just bailed out. So a lot of the, the buildings that were there were these old brick buildings, the large structures built in the uh, in late 1800s or whatever. Um, and, and a lot of the people who live there now work at uh, Bath Iron Works, those places. Um, a large Somalian uh, I- uh, immigrant population in the last 25 years or so. But uh, yeah, a close-knit community. It's always been an edgy town. You know, uh, no violent crimes there. I, I, I think the, the number of people who were, who were killed last night, uh, that's basically the homicide rate for the state for the entire year. That is and correct. any given year. That is correct. Um, the homicide so, rate for the entire year is 29. Yeah, right. So, yeah, close-knit community. Uh, I, I can't imagine how they all feel this morning when they wake up. You're talking about a town of... You know, less than 40,000 people. I think the population is probably comparable to what shirt Cibolo, you know, in the upper 30,000s area. So, And as I understand it, uh, and you can describe the lay of the land much better than anybody that I can think of, a lot of woods, uh, a lot yeah. of country. Uh, in fact, right. all, all of Maine is a lot of country and a lot of woods and a lot of forest and, and like that. So if this guy is still alive, he could be anywhere, right? Yeah, and, and from from what I gathered, there was, there was a Walmart distribution center involved. Um, if that's the case, it's right on, right off Interstate 95. He could be anywhere. Um, and I always tell people, if you're looking for a place to get lost, Maine is your place. 
Uh, you know, you're, you're a couple of hours from Canada. He could get down to the Massachusetts and the Boston area within a couple of hours. So, you know, like, like you said, he, he could be anywhere. Now, uh, he would have had to at least commandeer another vehicle if he did that because uh, right. his vehicle was left behind and running, by the way, with the lights still on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they have the Subaru that he drove himself to the uh, bowling alley and then subsequently over to the bar and he left the car behind and, you know, left on foot. So, But that doesn't mean he's still on foot. It, it, that doesn't mean he's even still alive, right? Because yeah. men with mental health issues, I've been listening to experts all night long talk about uh, these guys when they start to come out of it and come out of their rage. Sometimes they'll kill themselves because they start to realize what they have done right. uh, in a moment of rage or whatever. Uh, or, or else he could still be, you know, hiding out in the in the woods, being an army reservist. You would, uh, our experts overnight were saying he might have some training in how to survive in the woods, and and you know, and and could be out there for quite some time. That's true, and it's you know, it's a it's a small town. Some you know, most people, a lot of people know him, and and some people know where he could be. So it's just going to take some time to to locate him at this point. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, they're all saying armed and dangerous, obviously, with an AR uh, that he right. used. Nobody knows if he still has it. They just don't know a whole heck of a lot. Plus, they were dealing with uh, nighttime, of course, and yeah. they're very concerned because in the pictures that we've seen of him with the weapon, he it has a scope on it. And there, yeah. there's a lot of concern overnight whether or not it might have been a night vision scope. And if it was, then obviously the police and the tacticians who are looking for him could be sitting ducks. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I don't know about you, but when I saw the the first picture of the of the guy, um, by the way he was holding his the gun, you you knew he knew what he was doing. Oh, absolutely. You know, just by the way he was holding it. This this was not the first time he had picked up a weapon of that caliber, and just unfortunate. You know, it's going to take some time to to locate him. Like you said, he it's main. You could hide anywhere in the woods you can get on the highway and and, and get out of town real quick so. or out of the country yeah that too um and yeah you're right he is a, a certified weapons instructor or was a certified weapons instructor and so he's obviously had a lot of training and has trained others in uh, the use of these weapons and i don't know what his job was in the army national guard but uh, presumably he would have some training there as well so uh, this guy uh, obviously is still on the lam. They're still looking for him. They, you know, they're naming him a person of interest, not a suspect at this time. But we've all seen the pictures of him in the bowling alley with the uh, AR uh, shooting people. Uh, what a terrifying event! Thank you, Don. I'll, I'll let you go so you can do more news there. But I, I uh, look at this and I say, you know, first of all. Uh, the the terror that it strikes in the hearts of people who are just bowling, having a night of bowling, and 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 this could happen to anybody anywhere, right? And uh, this was, I, I, from what I understand, and again, all this information is is real preliminary, okay? But uh, it was a kids' league, and so presumably there would have been a lot of children there with their parents uh, bowling that night, last night, uh, and some of them ran down the alley. Uh, the lanes uh, and and climbed up inside where the mechanism is that resets the pins and hid in there uh, above where the pins are uh, to make sure that the you know he didn't see them so uh, it's just a, a horrific situation in Maine we're going to continue to follow it we'll update you uh, any new information that we get obviously I'm going to pass it right along to you instantaneously we still have the situation obviously in Israel and uh, the war in Israel continues, and it kicked up last night in that the uh, IDF made an incursion 
uh, ground troops into northern Israel. So we're going to talk some about that. We have that press conference that really wasn't a press conference yesterday featuring Joe Biden. Uh, just so you'll know, they were advertising it as the first press conference the president has given since the war broke out in the Middle East, and he took two questions from prearranged uh, news people who read the questions. Obviously, it was very obvious to all, including the other reporters who were there, the whole thing was rigged. It was just a rigged event. When he asked, he called on so-and-so, and then on so-and-so, they read the questions, holding them up to their face, and... Um, then he turned. the president turned to leave, and the others were like, hey, this is supposed to be a press conference. And they started shouting, and Corrine Jean-Pierre picked up the microphone and said, uh, the press conference is now concluded. You'll hear all of that. Uh, the Biden crime family busted wide open. News coming out that 40, at least 40 FBI agents had infiltrated Biden Crime Incorporated and had been reporting on that back as much as 15 years ago, they have been following him. And as I told you, the, um, uh, the United States House has a brand new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. And no, <laughs> the media, I, I just love the media in this country. No, he was not the chief coordinator of the, quote, insurrection on January 6th. But that, I swear... You know what? Democrats could fart, and the media in this country would repeat it. You'd hear, you know, George Snephalopagus and this guy that's on our station overnight and all these others farting just because the Democrats farted. I know that's a little, you know, out there to make that comparison, but I'm telling you, whatever the Democrats say, the media in this country parrots it. They don't check into it. They don't study it. They don't dig into it. Whatever the Democrats tell them to say is what the media in this freaking country in 2023 repeats. It is the most sickening thing. For somebody who's been in this business all of my life, for somebody who has been in this business my entire life, 60 years, to watch what's happened to the media in this country, to become the PR firm for the Democrats, no, Mike Johnson was not the chief. Look, well, let, let, let's just disprove that theory right now. A year ago, six months ago, six days ago, the Democrats and the media were saying Donald Trump was the chief architect of January 6th. Give me a break. These people are just, they're, they're you know what? You people in the media, all of you, all of you that are in the mainstream elite media on ABC and CNN and CBS and the rest of them, you're all pathetic. You really are. You are just pathetic lemmings that are sheeple and do whatever and say whatever the Democrat Party tells you to say. You're pathetic. You really are. If you're in the if you're in the media and you are buying off on this and you're not checking sources just like the Hamas thing and the hospital bombing, right? And they endanger the lives of Jewish people in America because of their reporting on that. And I've got tons of incidents now that I'm going to go through here in just a couple of minutes of all the anti-Semitism in this country that looks like Germany in the 1930s all over again, in the United States of America. And a lot of it comes from the media. You guys are pathetic. Really, seriously. 
You need, to, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and think about who you are and what you're doing because you are nothing more than a mouthpiece for the Democrat Party. And is that what you got into this business to do? Is that why you decided you're going to get into radio, television, newspaper? Is that what you wanted to be? You just wanted to be somebody who was going to be the PR firm for the Democrat Party? Is that why? Is that why you did it? ABC, all our locals, is that why you got into it? Because that's what you wanted to be. That was your dream. You wanted to be a mouthpiece for whatever the Democrat Party told you. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. There are lots of studies. At KTSA.com. It's going to be slick. It's going to take you some extra time to get in today. And there will be accidents around that you're going to have to negotiate around this morning. So give yourself extra time. With all the rain that's going to be in our area off and on uh, throughout the day today, some of it will be, uh, will be heavy. Uh, one, one other comment, and, uh, of course, the phones are always open at 210-599-5555 on the shooting up in uh, Lewiston, uh, Maine. Um, of, of course, immediately you start hearing from the gun grabbers, we've got to take the guns away, we've got to take the guns away, let's take the guns away, right? Roland uh, Gutierrez from here, right? Uh, he's wrong for Texas, and he's not the right guy to be representing you. He immediately took to Twitter and said, it's time to take the guns away. I'm sick of your prayers. Any representative, any representative who says he's sick of your prayers, any of them, is not fit to serve you in Congress. Um, and so I, you know, I just want you to know he, he, he wants to be the guy that's going to be representing Texas in Washington and he's wrong for Texas and he's not right to represent you. And he wants you to be unarmed and vulnerable because any of these people who now jump on this, on this unbelievable crime committed by this guy up in Maine and use it for political hay which is what Roland Gutierrez and other Democrats are doing in order to grab the guns, are not suitable to serve the American people in Congress. Anybody who thinks about that, and again, remember our conversation from a few days ago, the Democrats and the left, they, they uh, operate on emotion and they prey on people's emotions, right? Uh, when you think about this logically, however, logic does not dictate to make the population safe, you take guns away from law-abiding citizens. Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. The way to protect law-abiding citizens and families in this country is to arm yourself, is to be prepared if a guy does walk into a bowling alley, to be able to fight back, to be able to, to handle the situation, to be able to defend yourself, not be a sitting duck hiding behind bowling pins. And so uh, for, for those lawmakers who take this opportunity every time to say, oh, you need to give up your gun. You can't have a gun because a lunatic, and that's what he is, a lunatic went into a bowling alley in Maine and killed people. You need to give up your gun. You know what, Roland Gutierrez? You can go to hell, okay? You can go to hell because this is where we are in this country. Those of us who believe in personal freedom, those of us who believe in personal protection, know that the way to defend ourselves and protect our little ones is to make sure we're armed and we're ready for just such an occasion. So you can go to hell. And no, you're wrong for Texas. You don't need to be uh, representing Texas in Washington, D.C. The Pentagon. Over 20 U.S. personnel have been injured in Iran-backed militia attacks in Iraq and Syria. 
They were injured during the October 18th drone attack on a military base in southern Syria and one in Iraq as well. According to CENTCOM yesterday, the first public statement about casualties incurred during attacks by Iranian, Iranian, Iranian forces since the beginning of the Israel-Hamas war. Brigadier General Pat Ryder said yesterday, there were at least 10 attacks against United States and coalition forces in Iraq between October 17th and October 24th, three in Syria using a mix of one-way attack drones and rockets. We know that the groups conducting these attacks are supported by the IRGC, that's the Iranian Guard, and the Iranian regime, according to Brigadier General Pat Ryder. Joe Biden has been on television saying to Iran, don't. If you're thinking about attacking us, if you're thinking about expanding this war, don't, 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 is what the president said. We played the sound for you. He did not say, or else, did he? He never said that. He would just say, don't. They did. Joe said, don't. They did. Joe and the United States of America have done nothing. U.S. military forces have been attacked by Iran. Injuries were incurred. After Joe told Iran, don't, the four-letter word he used, don't, and they did, and Joe has done nothing. No response. Silence from the United States, which now says to Iran, go right ahead. Have at it. 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. Is your AC working, but the house is still uncomfortable? We're talking about this morning a ton to get around to all morning. It's uh, 535 now. Trey Ware on KTSA. I want you to hear some of the sound from yesterday. we got a brand new Speaker of the House, cut number two. His name is Mike Johnson. He's from Louisiana, and he has seven core principles. Here they are. I call them the seven core principles of American conservatism, but let me concede to you all, I think it's really quintessentially the core principles of our nation. I boil them down to individual freedom, limited government, the rule of law, peace through strength, fiscal responsibility, free markets, and human dignity. Those, those are the foundations that made us the extraordinary nation that we are. And you and I today are the stewards of those principles. The things that have made us the freest, most powerful, most successful nation in the history of the world. The things that have made us truly exceptional. Every one of those seven core principles are anathema to Democrats in this country. Let's go to cut number three. Here is the Speaker of the House talking about the border. We, we have a catastrophe at our southern border. The Senate and the White House can no longer ignore the problem. From Texas to New York, wave after wave of illegal migrants are stressing our communities to their breaking points. We, we know that our streets are being flooded with fentanyl and all of our communities, children, and even adults are dying from it. The status quo is unacceptable. Inaction is unacceptable, and we must come together and address the broken border. We have to do it. 
Now, when you listen to him, do you hear how clear-headed he is and how well-spoken he is and very obviously educated on the issues? Conversely, cut number one, Joe Biden had a press conference yesterday that was, by the way, uh, it, it was ballyhooed by the Democrat leftist media in America as the first press conference the president has had since the war began. And it boiled down to him taking two questions from two prearranged people from the liberal Democrat media. One of them was PBS. And this is how the president sounds. I want you just to pay attention to the way he sounds, not just necessarily the topic, but the way he sounds versus the way you just heard Mike Johnson sound. We want to, for example, at the, G, at the G20, we were able to act on a proposal I had to bring to build a railroad all the way from Riyadh, all the way through the Middle East, Saudi Arabia, Israel, up through Greece, and then across, the, not the railroad, but pipeline across the Mediterranean up into Europe. Now let's go to cut number four, because obviously they only let him do two, two that were prearranged. The people who asked the questions were reading the questions, which tells me that those questions were either given to Corrine Jean-Pierre to write answers for the president or the other way around. She wrote the question and gave it to the media. I'm not sure which way it goes, but that's how it happens, right? That's how they deal with this president. And he has the picture and the name of the people he's to call on and nobody else. And so when he called on two, and remember, they kept saying over and over again, it's a press conference. It's a full-on press conference. The president is going to address the situation in the Middle East in a full-on press conference. Two questioners, two really stupid answers about a railroad across the Middle East. You just heard him talk about it. And then, time to get the hook on the dude because he's slipping away. Here's how it went. Other members of the media. Dude! I don't get to ask a question? Thank you, everybody. The press conference has now concluded. Wow. Thank you, everyone. Wow. Wow. And wow. I mean, he closes his notebook after answering those two questions, reading the answers, and then turns to walk off. And the other members of the media were like, they were dumbfounded. They were stunned. They were like, wait a minute. We, we were told this was going to be a press conference. That wasn't a press conference. And Corrine Jean-Pierre grabs the microphone and says, thanks, everybody. Get out of here. You're done. You're done. You're done. You want to tell me he's running for president? You want to tell me they've got him in a race for next year? They do not. Gavin Newsom just left Israel and went to China and signed papers in China. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is going to Israel at war and meeting with high Israeli officials and then flying to meet with the Chinese president, Xi. Well, first he met with Wang Lo, and then he met with Xi. And then he drove a $170,000 electric vehicle, and he said, this is our technology that China stole. <laughs> China stole the technology that's making those vehicles in China. That's Gavin Newsom. Watch for him and Michelle and see what happens. Hamas terrorists found with instructions to decapitate Jews and remove hearts and livers. The instructions are in the pockets of the Hamas terrorists. When you kill Jews, the notes contain words of encouragement from Hamas commanders declaring the religious importance of massacring Jews wherever they are found. Did you hear me? Wherever they are found. Wherever.
It further draws lessons from historical Muslim leaders who massacred men, sold women and children into slavery, and decimated cities across the Judeo-Christian world. And they are telling their uh, warriors, their terrorists, it is time to do that again. In fact, notes found on Hamas terrorists, quote, Know that this enemy of yours is a disease that has no cure. So this is the way these people look at Jews. Jews are a disease that has no cure other than beheading and extracting the hearts and livers from Jews. Well, let's talk about what's happening in this country very briefly here. And I'll take your calls, too, by the way, 210-599-5555. This country, the United States, is looking eerily like Germany in the early 1930s. Jewish students at Cooper Union, New York City, locked inside a school library while a pro-Hamas rally moved through the building. Protesters heard banging on doors and chanting, Free, free Palestine. Organizers observed holding up anti-Israel signs against the library's glass where the Jewish uh, students were inside. Jake Novak, worked as a media director at the Israeli consulate in New York, reported that the protesters barricaded the library's exits where the Jewish students could not leave. Several Jewish students at Cooper Union currently locked in the school library as pro-Hamas rally outside of the Cooper Union building. Police have been called for 40 minutes and are afraid to get involved, Novak said. Security locked the students in and are worried that they cannot protect the Jews right now. This is not Israel. This is not Gaza. This is New York. Meanwhile, in California, a man arrested after he broke into a Jewish family's home screaming, Free Palestine, according to LAPD. The homeowners called police at 5.30 a.m. Wednesday and told them they were hiding in a room with their four kids. In a second call, the Jewish homeowners explained that the suspect was threatening to kill them because of their religious identity as Jewish. Police have not released the identity of the assailant. Broke into a Jewish family's home. At Cornell University, the campus was defaced with hateful anti-Israel graffiti yesterday morning. Messages read, F Israel and Zionism equals racism. This was days after a professor at Cornell called Hamas October 7th terrorist attack exhilarating and energizing. Messages like Israel is fascist and free Palestine appeared next to more profane statements according to pictures at Cornell. At Columbia, the alma mater of Barack Hussein Obama. The leader of an LGBTQ group at Columbia University is excluding any supporters of Israel from an upcoming black lesbian film event. That's their term for it, not mine. An organization called Lion Les set out a message to students promoting an on-campus black lesbian film event. Said no Zionists, no Jews are allowed to be here. This is free Palestine over here. 
Zionists and Jews, you are not allowed. See you soon. Lion Les read the promotion. Sent by a group founder named Lizzie George Griffin, who included a rambling message that noted the Holocaust wasn't special. We are within our right of freedom of speech to verbally disinvite a genocidal group of people, the Zionists, the Jews. Anti-Semitism is now commonplace, say the people at Columbia University. And again, that's where Obama went to school. This is in the United States, folks. A group in New York City public schools left class yesterday taking part in a pro-Hamas rally where the youngsters waved deeply anti-Semitic signs suggesting the world needs to be cleansed of Jews. These are school children. Several high school girls from Brooklyn's Urban Assembly Institute of Math and Science for Young Women brandished unsettling signs reading, Keep the World Clean of Jews. Also holding up signs and illustrations showing the blue star of David in a garbage can. Throw the Jews in the trash. 16-year-old girl in the group telling the New York Post they walked out of class to protest Israel's genocide. And Israel needs to be destroyed because of their hate crimes, she said. Meanwhile, at New York University, students holding their own pro-Hamas rally in the park, part of a nationwide walkout over the war in Israel, and telling people at the pro-Hamas rally in New York in a park, everybody mask up, hide your identity, not because you're not proud of what you're doing, but because these assholes are doxing us. About 300 people walking through the park, chanting, settlers go, go back home, Palestine is ours alone. I don't know how much you know of the Third Reich, and I don't know how much you know of Germany in the early 1930s, but that's exactly what they were doing, what you see happening there. Once Adolf Hitler's message started to get out, you started to see an intense hatred for the Jews. And it ended with six million of them killed, incinerated, incinerated, and also horrific experiments, horrific treatment of the Jews. And that's what we're having right here. It is nothing less than Nazism. It is nothing less than that. When you see these people saying it's time to exterminate the Jews, it's time to throw the Jews in the trash can. It's time to clean up the world and get rid of the Jews. They are no different. These people are no different than the Nazis from the 1930s in Germany. Its ugly head has been raised here in the United States just because these people were born Jewish. You now have Nazis in this country that are walking through college campuses and high schools in places of business and they're calling for the murder and the extermination of the Jewish people on planet earth. Those who do not learn history are destined to repeat it and you're seeing it being repeated right here 
right now. For those of us who have been aghast for many, many years and sickened by the way the Jewish people were treated during World War II by Adolf Hitler, it is back. It is back. And it's not in Germany. It's not in Europe. It's right here. It's on Main Street, USA. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Mark Sadowski. Allegiance on our station on this show. We're the only show in San Antonio that has the Pledge of Allegiance. Would love for you to do it. 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155. At least 22 dead and about uh, 30 or so injured up in Maine with an active shooter overnight. And he's still on the loose. Uh, We don't know if he's dead or alive. Don't know anything about where he might be right now. They uh, found a car a few miles away from where the shooting was. But that's about it at this point. We'll continue to update you as the uh, morning rolls forward. Uh, I have a lot of friends who are Jewish, and I'm very, uh, very upset about what I see going on with them, particularly here in, in our own country. It's, it's, it's one thing when you see it over in the Middle East, and it's still horrible. But it's one thing when you see it there. It's, it's another thing when you read about it in the history books. But it's another thing. It's a completely different deal when you see it living in the, in, the, in the evil hearts of those who are going to colleges and universities here in this country, whether it's Harvard or Cornell uh, or Columbia or George Washington University, where they put that ugly, horrible image up on the, uh, on the library that, by the way, the money from the library came from a Jewish family. Uh, you, you, you see that happening now at universities, high schools all across this country where they have been taught over and over again to hate Jewish people. Now they want the extermination of Jewish people. Because, you look, you're not too far away from that. When you when you have these marches and all that, and you're talking about how much you hate Jewish people and you got to cleanse the world of the Jewish people, well, the next thing that begins to happen, obviously, is you start locking them up in libraries, you start breaking into their homes, and, and now we have those incidents happening. And you have, of course... Uh, an administration here, I believe, who supports this type of activity in our country. I, I believe that they support this around the, uh, around the world because the administration itself, I believe, is headed up by a guy who has always hated Jewish people, who has been pro-Muslim, who's been pro-radical uh, Muslim, and that's Barack Hussein Obama. He's the guy who's running the show. And with all the little you know, tiddlywinks they're playing with Israel right now as an administration, They're not doing anything to rein in the terror that is actually happening. We had 20 of our men and women attacked in Iraq and Syria after Joe Biden said don't. And Iran attacked them and injured 20 of our men and women, and they did. He said don't, they did. And he has done nothing, no response. And you know what? He's not going to do anything. And he's not going to do anything to protect the Jewish people in America, and I just want to say, to those of you who are Jewish, to those of you who are going through this, first of all, my heart, my prayers are with you. My love is with you and the nation of Israel and the Jewish people. I've said this many, many times. My God is a Jewish rabbi. So I do want to encourage those of you who are are Jewish living in America, however, for years and, and, and very eons, really, uh, Jewish people in America have supported the Democrat Party in a big, big way with donations and their votes. Please stop. Please stop. The Jewish, uh, the, the Democrat Party 
in this country is not for you. They're not going to protect you. They don't have your back. Please stop. Don't give another Democrat a dime. Do not give another Democrat your vote. Please stop. And the other thing I'll say is, if you are funding these schools, these universities, if you have endowments and you're funding that, please stop. Just cut off the money. As long as they have the money, they're going to continue to do these kinds of things to you. They're not in this for you. They don't have your back. They're not doing anything to prevent these students from marching on their campuses calling for your murder. They want you dead, and they want your children and your grandchildren dead. That's a harsh reality, but it is reality. So if you have an endowment or you're paying into a fund or you have a trust set up and that money is going to these schools, please stop. Quit funding these organizations that are supporting Hamas terrorists who want you and your family dead. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware here for Texas Rhino Shield. 1071. Oh, you Democrats. <laughs> you making me laugh, you know. And that's all you can do is just laugh at the stupidity of the Democrats. Mike Johnson, he was the chief architect of January 6th. He was trying to overthrow the results of the 2020 election. That's who he's super mega Republican, man. That's who he is, Ilhan Omar. He doesn't believe in, in women's rights. He wants women to be chattered and locked up. Uh, ma'am, you represent an entire religion where women are chattel, and they kill Jews, and they kill People who are gay, Ilhan Omar. That's that's your religion. <laughs> they throw gay people off of bridges and buildings with their hands tied. Come on, Ilhan, let's get with it. And no, Mike Johnson was not the chief architect of an insurrection on January 6th. There was no insurrection on January 6th. The Democrats just make me laugh at this point because they're so stupid. And if you're in the Democrat Party, I got to say, you're stupid. <laughs> you really are, man. You have, you have checked any, any kind of intelligent thought that you may have. If you're a Democrat, if you're supporting the Democrat Party at this point, if you buy off on what the Democrats believe and what the Democrats are pushing, you don't have one-ounce brains left. You have gotten rid of all of it. Sorry to say so, man. It's true. All right, headline, tens of thousands on lockdown as cops expand the hunt for the person of interest after 22 killed in the massacre. They're telling everybody, stay home with your doors locked. He's out there somewhere. They don't know where. They don't even know if he's alive or what. This is in Lewiston, uh, Maine, and he could be anywhere. Uh, Maine's not that big of a state compared to a state like Texas. And, of course, he's right there on a particular highway. I talked to Don about it last hour. Don's from there, and you could get on that highway and be in another state or in another country, namely Canada, in no time at all. Or he could be out in the woods. There's a lot of woods out there. And he could be moose dinner by right now. We don't know. We have no idea, but he might be a moose meal. Uh, but he killed 22, and now, of course, you've got the you know same old suspects. You've got the, the, the Democrats, Roland Gutierrez here in Texas. I'm sick of your prayers. Take the guns away. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, obviously, Roland has got a political uh, axe to grind on this as he's trying to be sent to, to Washington to represent the state of Texas. He's wrong for the state of Texas, by the way. He's wrong for any state. He's just wrong. First of all, to say you're sick of prayers, what thinking person says, I'm sick of prayers? I'm sick of prayers. Okay. 
that's the first thing. Second thing is um, the obvious answer to all of this. Number one, the dude's a lunatic. If he's alive or dead, we don't know, but we do know he's a lunatic. We know that, that he has all kinds of mental health issues, and that right there, right there, will tell you that red flag, if they call them in Maine yellow flag laws, don't work, number one. And number two, <laughs> saying that the mental health, you shouldn't have a gun, a, a law, you should have a gun if you're mental health. Well, look, he got one anyway. He's a mental health patient. He was locked away for two weeks and told everybody in the world he was struggling with mental health issues. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, the problem that we have with mass murderers, whether it's a guy with a gun like this or it's a guy trying to down an airplane, is a mental health issue, and you need to look at the drugs that these guys are on. I'm telling you. Whether he's 16 and he goes into a school or whether he's this guy and he's 40 years old or whether it's the dude who's 44 trying to down an airplane a couple of days ago. Mental health issues, man. And if you take all the guns away, guess what? Guy's going to do it with a car. He's going to do it with a knife. He's going to do it with an aeroplane. So that's the issue. My gun and your gun didn't shoot a soul in Maine last night. Not one person. So this whole idea, I'm sick of your, I'm sick of your prayers. Right, give me the guns. I want to take the guns away. And John Courage and the stupid thing he's going to do in a couple of weeks over at the Alamo Dome. It's all nonsense. Any person who thinks with any kind of logic, anybody who thinks with, a, with an open mind, anybody who understands the reality behind this situation, the answer is to be armed and be prepared wherever you are so that you're never in a situation where you are a sitting duck. And the people that were in the bowling alley and the bar last night in Maine, that's what they were for this guy. And that's wrong. And you should not be that. The police cannot be there with their sidearms to protect you. That's an impossibility. That's an impossibility. The police cannot be there. And most of us, the vast majority of us, don't have the money to hire private security to follow us around like Joe Biden has. He has that for his entire family, including the crackhead kid. And so, no. We're not going to give up our guns. We're not going to turn them in. We're not going to sell them for HEB money. We're not doing any of that crap. We're not going to do it. Because there are people like this guy that are out there and they want to do harm in a moment of rage or craziness or lunacy or whatever this guy's motivation was. Whatever it was. The answer is not taking guns away from people. The answer is law-abiding citizens being armed and being trained and being able to defend themselves and those around them. Whether it's a guy with a metal pipe or a guy with a gun, you need to know what to do, and you need to be willing to do it. You need to be willing to step in harm's way to save lives. All right, so let's talk just a little bit about Israel. There's a lot of news coming out of there today. And then I'm going to relate it back here to the United States. I'm going to take your calls at 210-599-5555. You're always welcome here via the phone and text and email, Trey at KTSA.com, 210-599-5555. And you can talk about Israel. You can talk about the, the, the shooting last night. You can talk about the new House Speaker who did not 
He was not the chief architect of January 6th. You can talk about any of that stuff or the fact that the FBI has had 40, 40 informants who infiltrated the Biden, the Biden crime family, and they were shut down by the Department of Justice. When they took their information to the Department of Justice to turn it in, they said, oh, that's foreign information. That's Russia. Okay. 40 for 15 years. The Biden crime family has had 40 people investigating them. And when they turned in their info, the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland said, no, no, that's, that's Russian information. That's misinformation from Russia. It's an easy one, isn't it? That's their fallback. News from the Pentagon. Over 20 U.S. personnel injured in Iran-backed militia attacks in Iraq and Syria. I don't know about you, but I'm old enough to remember when Joe Biden said to Iran, if you're thinking of expanding this conflict or attacking U.S. interests, don't. 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 I'm old enough to remember that. That was last week. Don't. 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 And I remember when Chris Crock was in here last week, and he said, but Joe didn't say, or what? And he was right. Joe didn't say, or what? Don't, or I'm going to destroy Iran. <laughs> How about that? I'm going to remove every single refinery and oil pump that's in the sands of Iran, and you'll never make another dime, baby. One hair on one head of one American, and you're dead. You're dead. You're gone. Joe didn't say that. All he said was, don't, don't, don't. You know, you could have added please in front of that. In fact, that's what I heard in my head. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. That's what I heard him say. They did. 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 They attacked Americans in Iraq and Syria, 20 of them injured. Brigadier General Pat Ryder said there were at least 10 attacks against the United States coalition forces in Iraq between October 17th and 24th, three in Syria using a mix of one-way attack drones and rockets, all based out of Iran. What did Joe do? Went to bed. Went to the beach, laid out on the beach, walked on the beach, and then went to bed. Our forces attacked by Iran, and our president didn't respond. He said don't, and they did, and we did nothing in response. So what that says to Iran, China, Russia, and all the rest is have at it, boys. Americans everywhere. You can do whatever you want to them, and you'll get no response from the United States. Every American living everywhere now has a target on their head. And Joe Biden and this administration put it squarely there. Hey, I want to tell you about Rhino Shield at TexasRhinoShield.com. Texas Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield is guaranteed for 25 years with a non-prorated transferable warranty against peeling, cracking, and chipping. 
Rhino Shield adds insulation value to your walls and your roof. It reduces your energy bills, and it looks so good. It's a ceramic coating that helps protect your home, well, against UV rays and against wind and against all kinds of the elements that can be tough on your home. With Rhino Shield outside of your home, you're getting maximum protection and maximum beauty for your home as well. It comes in every color. It goes on like paint, by the way, but it's not paint. Being a ceramic coating, it's eight times thicker than paint. That's how Texas Rhino Shield can guarantee it for 25 years, and that's how it also adds insulation value to your home. So whether it's 10 million degrees outside in August here or it's freezing cold in the middle of January, you don't have to worry because you got Rhino Shield looking good and protecting your home. Log on and find out more, and make sure you type my name in when you do or when you speak with them. Mention Trey Ware, and you get $500 off. That's $500 off. Trey Ware's the name you need to use. TexasRhinoShield.com. TexasRhinoShield.com. Clouds and sun and showers and thunderstorms today with a high about 83. Coming up on Monday and Tuesday, we're going to be in the 40s and 50s for highs. Right now, it's 77 at KTSA. Good morning. We do have a stall on 410. TSA. So uh, I do want to talk about the situation in the Middle East, the war that's going on now. But anything that happens out of this shooting in Maine, we'll continue to update you, get you more information about that. But I want you to know what's happening in the Middle East is coming here. And I don't mean to, to say that to ruin anybody's day, to be a bummer, or to scare anybody, because that's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm not trying to piss you off or upset you or anything like that. I'm here to make sure you know the truth, because ABC's lying to you, okay? CNN is, CBS, they're all lying to you. They're all spokespeople for the Democrats. They're pathetic. They just read what the Democrats put out. When you hear these news actualities on radio and television, it's somebody who's just reading copy that comes straight from the disinformation, misinformation desk over at the Democrat Party. I mean, this this whole thing that I've been hearing all night about how Mike Johnson was the lead architect of the January 6th insurrection is just pure stupidity. And those are people that are in my business. So I can call my child ugly, and my business is a very ugly business right now because they don't think, they don't investigate when was the last time any of these people picked up a phone and checked on sources and followed up on a story. I'm telling you, they don't. Whatever the Democrat Party puts out is what they read on their actualities, is what they do their stand-ups with on television, is what they print on their websites, and it's pure propaganda, BS, and stupidity. You need to know the truth. The Hamas terrorists had instructions on how to decapitate Jews, removing their hearts and livers. Those instructions were in their pockets. I don't expect Richard Cantu on ABC or George Snuffleupagus or any of these others to tell you that because they, they want to protect these people. They don't want to expose these people. They want to protect them. But the truth of the matter is the notes contain the words from Hamas commanders declaring the religious importance of massacring Jews wherever they are found. Wherever. Drawing lessons from historical Muslim leaders who massacred men, sold women and children into slavery, and decimated cities across the Judeo-Christian world. What is the number one largest Judeo-Christian country on planet Earth? Yeah, you're in it. 
and you thinking we're not a target? Okay. The notes that were found in the pockets of the Hamas terrorists, quote, know that this enemy of yours, the Jews, is a disease that has no cure, the Jews, other than beheading and extracting their hearts and livers of the Jews. Boutre, that's happening over there. It's not a big deal here. It's not a problem here. It's, it's happening over there. Jewish students at Cooper Union, New York City, were locked inside a school library while a pro-Hamas rally moved through the building. Hamas protesters were heard banging on doors and chanting, Free Palestine! Free Palestine! Organizers also observed holding up anti-Israel signs against the library's glass where the Jewish students were. Jake Novak, who formerly worked as a media director at the Israeli consulate in New York, reported the, the prosecute, or protesters barricaded the library's exits to prevent the Jewish students from being able to leave. In fact, he said several Jewish students at Cooper Union currently locked in the school library as pro-Hamas rally outside of the Cooper Union building. Police have been called for 40 minutes, and police are afraid to get involved. Security locked the students in because they cannot protect the Jews, he said. In California, a man was arrested breaking into a Jewish family's home, screaming, Free Palestine! This is according to LAPD. The Jewish family inside called police 5.30 a.m. yesterday morning, told them they were hiding in a room in their own home with their four kids. In a second call, the Jewish homeowners explained the suspect was threatening to kill them because they were Jewish. Police have refused to release the identity of the pro-Hamas assailant breaking into a home and terrorizing families inside of their own home. Cornell University in New York defaced with anti-Jewish graffiti, messages reading blank Israel, that's F Israel. This was after a Cornell professor said Hamas October 7th terrorist attack was exhilarating and energizing. More profane statements were painted on the school at Cornell. At Columbia, the leader of an LGBTQ group at Columbia University, excluding any Jews from an upcoming black lesbian film event. An organization called Lion Les sent it out saying, this is a free Palestine event. Zionists, Jews, you're not invited. This is the alma mater, by the way, of Barack Hussein Obama. I wonder where he learned all that uh, hate for Israel. Mm. She said... <clears throat> Lizzie George Griffin, the organizer of the event, said the Holocaust wasn't special. We don't want Jews here. New York City public school students walked out of class in a pro-Hamas rally. Youngsters waved deeply anti-Semitic signs. Now, we're talking about 13, 14, 15-year-old students. Saying the world needs to be cleansed of Jews. 
Several high school girls from Brooklyn's Urban Assembly Institute of Math and Science for Young Women brandish unsettling signs. Keep the world clean, showing the Star of David being thrown into a trash can. Hundreds of New York University students held their own pro-Palestinian rally in the park. Part of a nationwide walkout, yelling, Settlers go home, Palestine is ours alone. Now, what does all this say? Well, our Congress, last night, under Mike Johnson, passed a resolution condemning the Hamas attacks on Israel. Guess who voted against it? Democrats. These are the names of the Democrats who support the Hamas terrorists. Andre Carson, Democrat from Indiana. Al Green, Democrat from Texas. Delia Ramirez, Democrat from Illinois. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Democrat from New York. Ilhan Omar, Democrat from Minnesota. Rashida Tlaib, Democrat from Michigan. Jamal Bowman, Democrat from New York. Summer Lee, Democrat from Pennsylvania. Cory Bush, Democrat from Missouri. Greg Kassar, Democrat from Texas. Ayanna Presley, Democrat from Massachusetts. Joaquin Castro, Democrat from Texas. Nadia Velasquez, Democrat from New York. Jesus Chuy Garcia, Democrat from Illinois. Pramila uh, Jayapal, Democrat from Washington. I'm going to tell you what you're seeing in this country is nothing less than the rise of, Hitler, of Hitlerianism. The Third Reich coming back in the United States of America. And these people, these students, these folks that are shouting, kill the Jews, cleanse the world of the Jews, etc. They're not too far away from us finding notes in their pockets that say, no, this enemy of yours it is, is a disease that has no cure other than beheading and extracting the hearts and livers. They're not too far away from that. You're marching in the streets of America saying, kill the Jews. To me, there's no difference between that and people that have been found with notes in their pockets saying, behead the Jews and rip their hearts and livers from their bodies. I'll take your calls. Coming up, Trey Ware, KTSA. Simply the best Spain this morning, not much has changed. They're still on the hunt for that lunatic who shot and killed at least 22 last night, injuring about 30. I want to take some of your phone calls. Coming up this half hour, Chip Roy is scheduled to join me here on KTSA. Jaime, you're on. Good morning to you, Jaime. Hey, good morning. It's kind of sad when they keep on saying free Palestine, when Palestine, Israel is letting Palestine be free, but the Muslims and Hamas are the ones holding it hostage and controlling it. They don't let it be free. They let them. They control them all the time, and that's what Palestine wants. Palestine wants to be controlled. All those people enjoy what they do and what they want to be. They learn it. They they live it, and they want to. They want to keep. They want to stay uncontrolled. They don't want to be a free country. They want to be. They just want to be controlled by by the Muslim groups that are running there. All those terrorists. They're they're not letting them be free. Israel has never has, has given them that land. And wanted peace from the beginning, but they don't want peace. They, and and you're saying everything that you said today is 100 percent, man. I wish I wish more people would listen to this, but they don't. They they're blind to it. These kids are being taught all this hate. 
and it's sad that it's coming back to our country this way. We fought a, a big war for it, and we're back at the same spot because we forgot our history. That's right. Going to have to fight it again, Jaime. That's exactly where we are. Yeah. I appreciate your call and your comments. Thank you very much. 210-599-5555. I can't bring up line number two. Can you do that for me, please, Jimmy? Rudy, you're on KTSA. Good morning, Rudy. Good morning, Trey. Uh, I just see this trend that uh, all these Hamas supporters, BLM supporters, LGBTQ, all those other liberal groups, they're hiding behind, you know, the banner of victimhood uh, to try to, to use that as an excuse for violence because they are committing violence, but they're hiding behind the banner of, of victimhood and peace, and they're all doing the same thing. It's like they have a script that the liberals are putting out, and it's just atrocious to see what's happening. And unfortunately, our kids are falling for that. Well, you're 100% right, and thank you very much for the call, Rudy. 210-599-5555. College campuses and high school campuses across this country today are acting like the Nazis and the Hitler youth of the 1930s acted, folks, in the United States of America, a country that put four hundred to 600,000 men in the way of Hitler and lost their lives when they stormed the beaches at Normandy in southern France, when they went into Tripoli, when they went to Berlin to kill Hitler, our young men were freeing the world from what has returned now. And that is the scourge of Nazism, which is here, alive, in this country, on college campuses. Why? Because these children have been taught this from birth by these learning institutions that in the state of Texas you pay $60 billion for. You pay $60 billion for education in the state of Texas. Do you get $60 billion worth of educated kids? Out of, out, of, out of the uh, public school system in Texas? No, you do not. It costs $60 billion, the education system in Texas. $2 billion of that comes from the lottery. You don't get $60 billion out of out of the school system in this state. No way. Not even close. And they are stuffing their heads with this propaganda to hate Jews, to kill Jews, to exterminate Jews, and it's coming out on our college campuses right now. I've been reading, I've been reading it all, all morning long to you. The evidence is clear. They have taken us back to the 1930s Germany. They have done it. And the youth in this country are acting the way the Hitler youth acted back then. Daniel, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning money. Trey, would you say it's true? Three different points. Hamas is here already. Drive down San Pedro. Nothing but young men there. A military right there. Hundreds and thousands every week. Well, of course, we've had, the, we've had the border open, and this president has refused to deal with the border. We're going to talk to Chip about that coming up in the next few minutes. This president has done nothing to protect us. We have open borders. We have three conflicts, pseudo-conflicts that we're in proxy wars that we are involved in right now. None of this existed three and four years ago. None of it. We have a debt that's out of control. We have inflation that's killing American families' budgets every single week when they're trying to go grocery shopping. This president, this administration has done this to our country, and they have allied themselves with the universities in this country where kids, and I say kids, young people, 
are marching now, locking Jews into libraries, keeping them out, you know, keeping them locked up in libraries, breaking into their homes and threatening them in their own homes where they have to go into rooms and hide in their own homes. That was happening in Germany in the 1930s, and it's happening in America in 2023. Chip Roy coming up next. I want to tell you about Uvalco and the Rock Store and head on out to Uvalco and buy yourself the Rock Store before you go hunting this year. You're going to want it when you go to the deer lease or when you go to the ranch or when you go to the farm or when you go to the family property, whatever that might be, you're going to want the Rock Store. R-O-X-O-R, Rock Store. It's made by Mahindra, and they sell it at Uvalco. And, man, you can get it tricked out however you want it tricked out. You, it looks like the Jeeps from World War II, and they're really cool and they're really tough. They're tough as those Jeeps were. There's a reason that our generals like Patton rolled around in those Jeeps because they were strong and they were solid and they were tough. And you can have basically the same thing now. I mean, they're beautiful. And wherever you want to go with it, it's going to take you there. And you've got a few hills and few, you know, maybe some riverbeds and so, some ravines you've got to get through. Yep. You're driving through sand down in Stockdale or on the rocks up in the Texas Hill Country and Rock Springs. Uh-huh. The rock store will do it for you, whatever you whatever you need to do. You need to haul deer corn out to the feeders? Okay, no problem. You want to put a hitch on it so you can put a trailer on the back of it? You bet. They can do that, too, right there at Uvalco. In fact, trick it out however you want with any accessory that you can imagine. They'll do it for you right there at Uvalco. And when you mention Treyware, they'll take $300 off your accessories. Check it out right away. Uvalco's in Uvalde and Cashville and Bernie, and they just test drive it and see what I'm talking about. It's called Roxor at Uvalco. Seasonal favorites are back at Magnolia Pancake House. Fine. Take care of fitness in the rain today. Be safe, San Antonio. 76 degrees right now. 648 Trey Ware here on KTSA. A couple of quick things. First of all, uh, they have expanded the lockdown up in uh, Lewiston, uh, Maine, and the surrounding area because they believe now that the alleged shooter, the guy who is just a person of interest at this point, uh, has police scanners. And he may know the movements of police because he's been listening, apparently. They, for some reason, that that's what they're saying now. And so they are asking even more people to stay inside, doors, windows all locked up. Don't open the door for nobody, no how. Nothing like that up in, uh, in Maine. That's the latest, and we'll continue to to tell you more as the day goes on. One other thing before I get Chip Roy in here. It came out yesterday that 40 agents of the FBI gave criminal information on Joe Biden and all the other Bidens that the then DOJ tried to discredit as foreign disinformation. Are you surprised? For 15 years, 15 years going back to when he was vice president, the FBI had more than 40 confidential sources, agents who infiltrated the Biden crime family incorporated, who provided criminal information related to the Biden family to the FBI, which the Justice Department then tried to discredit as foreign disinformation. That's always their answer, right? Russian disinformation. It's a Russian disinformation. Hey, that laptop is Russian disinformation. The confidential human sources managed by several different FBI field offices. They had infiltrated the Biden crime family. Supplied the FBI with details of potential crimes by Hunter Biden, James Biden, and Joe Biden dating back to the time as vice president. There is and has been an effort among certain Justice Department and FBI officials 
to improperly delay and stop full and complete investigative activity into the Biden family. The disinformation assessment is created by FBI Supervisory Intelligence Analyst Brian Auten. And what they found out and what they reported was that Joe was on the take with Ukraine, that whole $15 million bribery scandal that involved Ukraine, that involved Burisma, that involved Hunter. They had all the goods on that. And when they turned it over to the heads at the Department of Justice, well, that's just foreign disinformation. That's not real. That's, a, that's just foreign disinformation. Trump was impeached for doing that investigation. We know now that it was real, that it happened, and Donald Trump had every reason in the world to do the investigation into the Biden crime family and their dealings with Burisma and bribery scandal, and they impeached Donald Trump for it. Yesterday, they gave him a $10,000 fine for speaking, for talking. The First Amendment, you know, that whole First Amendment thing? The judge in the case in D.C. gave him a $10,000 fine and forced him to go on the stand. They are railroading Donald Trump into oblivion. Meanwhile, ex-U.S. attorney tasked with investigating the Biden-Ukraine information was limited by the Department of Justice. According to testimony before the House Judiciary Committee, former U.S. attorney for the Western District of Pennsylvania, Scott Brady, said, well... When I did my investigation into Burisma and Biden and Ukraine and all that, I was told by the attorney general to limit what I said and what I investigated. I was not allowed to go really into a deep dive into what the Biden crime family was doing. The Department of Justice, even under Bill Barr, working for the Biden crime family and protecting them and now labeling what we know to be true, the crimes that they committed, labeling as well, foreign disinformation, simply not true. And now we're finding out it was not foreign disinformation. It was real and it was true. Mike Johnson, Republican from Louisiana, he's 51 years old, elected to Congress in 2016. He served as vice chair of the House Republican Conference, served uh, as spokesman for Liberty Alliance Defense Fund, which is now called Alliance for Defending Freedom. He has championed pro-life legislation, including a ban on the procedure after 20 weeks of pregnancy, proposed legislation restricting federal funds from sex education courses for children under 10 He's married to Kelly. They have four children. Here he is in cut number two with the seven core values and principles that he holds to. I call them the seven core principles of American conservatism, but let me concede to you all, I think it's really quintessentially the core principles of our nation. I boil them down to individual freedom, limited government, the rule of law, peace through strength, fiscal responsibility, free markets, and human dignity. Those, those are the foundations that made us the extraordinary nation that we are. And you and I today are the stewards of those principles, the things that have made us the freest, most powerful, most successful nation in the history of the world, the things that have made us truly exceptional. That's awesome. Those seven core principles are fantastic. And on his very first day in his speech, he got up and he talked about the border crisis, something we all should be, every single American should be concerned about the border crisis. 
And here he is in cut number three talking about it. We, we have a catastrophe at our southern border. The Senate and the White House can no longer ignore the problem. From Texas to New York, wave after wave of illegal migrants are stressing our communities to their breaking points. We, we know that our streets are being flooded with fentanyl and all of our communities, children, and even adults are dying from it. The status quo is unacceptable. Inaction is unacceptable, and we must come together and address the broken border. We have to do it. Hear how clear-headed he is, and his speech is very clear, and he has a command of the facts, and he knows the topic, unlike Joe Biden, who just mumbles and stumbles and fumbles around. And Joe Biden had a press conference yesterday in which they told, you know, all of us, all, all morning yesterday, they told us this is the first press conference he's had since the war. It's going to be a deep and far-ranging press conference. He took two questions from two prearranged reporters who had the questions on paper. They read those questions word for word to Joe, which says to me either they submitted those questions so Kareem could write the answers or Kareem gave them the questions. Whichever it was, it was only two. It was supposed to be far-ranging. It was supposed to be far and wide. It was supposed to be a deep dive into the Middle East. And here's in cut number four how the other reporters who did not get called on, here's how they responded and reacted. Thank you, everybody. The press conference has now concluded. That Thank is, you, everyone. Uh, that is Corrine Jean-Pierre grabbing the microphone. They were all yelling, you said this was going to be a press conference. You said I would be able to ask a question. You said it was a press conference. No, they can't have that president <laughs> standing there answering questions. You know that, and I know that, and they know that. The Democrats, however, they refuse to admit that they have a walking corpse as the president of the United States. They refuse to admit that, and they're willing they're willing because they hate you, conservatives. They hate you so much in this country. They're willing to vote for him again, even though he clearly is not the president of this country. Even though clearly the man has dementia or some sort of mental issue, a cognitive problem. Clearly the guy is, well, in terrible shape. But yet liberals and Democrats and some of you that are listening to me right now, are willing to vote for him again because they hate conservatives, conservatism, what conservatives stand for, the principles of pro-life, the principles of a controlled border, the principles of limited government, all of those seven principles that Mike Johnson enumerated yesterday. Democrats, the left in this country, hate that so much. They're willing to vote once again for a man who clearly, clearly is not doing the job and can't do the job, which means jobs being done by Barack Obama and those around him. Warren Ryman coming up next, KTSA. I have the pleasure. Mass shooting in Lewiston, Maine. We're hearing from some of the survivors of the mass shooting. Young Zoe grazed by a bullet in the bowling alley. I never thought I'd grow up and get a bullet in my leg and it's just like like why like why do people do this riley dumont also there with her parents and 11 year old daughter i just remember people sobbing and crying and everyone was people around me were not screaming but like whimpering she says their lives are forever changed 
Lionel Moyes reporting. Well, after more than three weeks, the House finally electing a speaker. Congressman Mike Johnson of Louisiana, having served only six and a half years in Congress, he has the least experience of any speaker in 140 years. First vote under Speaker Johnson yesterday was a resolution supporting Israel. The House must also take up funding for Ukraine, something Johnson has questioned in the past. Another crucial task is a looming government shutdown, with government funding set to expire November 17th. Andrea Fujii reporting. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu saying Israel is preparing for a ground invasion of Gaza. He made the announcement in a televised speech, but didn't elaborate on when or how many. About 360,000 Israeli reservists are at the border with Gaza waiting for orders. Two children, a 10-year-old and a 16-year-old, hospitalized after they were shot this morning. Police were called to the 300 block of Roslyn Avenue just after midnight. When they arrived, they found the two children with gunshot wounds, one shot in the arm, the other in the hand. Now, what the children telling police is that they were shot at UTSA Boulevard about 15 miles away from where police were called. No further details about the shooting have been released. The victims were brought to the hospital with what are being called non-life-threatening injuries. The Border Patrol reporting the discovery of a couple of bundles of cocaine last week found them on a beach at Padre Island National Seashore. Corpus Christi station agents found the bundles Friday, several miles apart. Six-pound bricks were wrapped in cellophane. Last month, 25 bricks of cocaine washed up on Boca Chica in Brownsville. Agents with the Border Patrol, Rio Grande Valley sector, seized the drugs estimated to be worth more than $2 million. KTSA News Time, 701. Here's Rudy J with sports. In the NBA, the Spurs lost to the Mavericks 126-119 in their first game of the season and the debut of rookie Victor Wimbanyama. Wimby's night was overshadowed by foul trouble, but finished with 15 points, five boards, shooting six of nine from the field and three of five from three. The Spurs' next game is versus the Rockets at home on Friday with tip-off at seven. In the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys cornerback Trayvon Diggs underwent surgery to repair his torn ACL on Tuesday and is poised to return to the field in 2024. In college football news, the Texas Longhorns landed 2024 five-star wide receiver Ryan Wingo, who committed to Texas over Texas A&M, Georgia, Missouri, and more. In the MLB, the starters for Game 1 of the World Series have been announced, as the Rangers will start Nathan Evaldi, while the Diamondbacks will roll out Zach Gallen. Game 1 of the World Series tomorrow, a game you can catch over on ESPN 1250. The Astros will be looking for a new manager to start 2024 after 26 seasons as manager in the majors, including the last four with the Houston Astros. Dusty Baker is retiring at the age of 74, per Bob Nightingale of the USA Today. The Astros went 320 and 226 over his four seasons at the helm with four straight ALCS appearances, two World Series appearances, and one World Series title. I'm Rudy J for 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. It's 702. AccuWeather and Time Saver Traffic up next. KTSA News brought to you by Stevens Roofing. Mass shooting in Lewiston, Maine. We're hearing from some of the survivors of the mass shooting. Young Zoe grazed by a bullet in the bowling alley. I never thought I'd grow up and get a bullet in my leg. And it's just like, like, why? Like, why do people do this? Riley Dumont also there with her parents and 11-year-old daughter. I just remember people sobbing and crying and everyone was, people around me were not screaming, but like whimpering. She says their lives are forever changed. Lionel Moyes reporting. Well, after more than three weeks, the House finally electing a speaker. Congressman Mike Johnson of Louisiana, having served only six and a half years in Congress, he has the least experience of any speaker in 140 years. First vote under Speaker Johnson yesterday was a resolution supporting Israel. 
The House must also take up funding for Ukraine, something Johnson has questioned in the past. Another crucial task is a looming government shutdown, with government funding set to expire November 17th. Andrea Fujii reporting. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu saying Israel is preparing for a ground invasion of Gaza. He made the announcement in a televised speech, but didn't elaborate on when or how many. About 360,000 Israeli reservists are at the border with Gaza, waiting for orders. Two children, a 10-year-old and a 16-year-old, old hospitalized after they were shot this morning. Police were called to the 300 block of Roslyn Avenue just after midnight. When they arrived, they found the two children with gunshot wounds, one shot in the arm, the other in the hand. Now, what the children telling police is that they were shot at UTSA Boulevard about 15 miles away from where police were called. No further details about the shooting have been released. The victims were brought to the hospital with what are being called non-life-threatening injuries. The Border Patrol reporting the discovery of a couple of bundles of cocaine last week found them on a beach at Padre Island National Seashore. Corpus Christi station agents found the bundles Friday, several miles apart. Six-pound bricks were wrapped in cellophane. Last month, 25 bricks of cocaine washed up on Boca Chica in Brownsville. Agents with the Border Patrol, Rio Grande Valley sector, seized the drugs, estimated to be worth more than $2 million. KTSA News Time, 701. Here's Rudy J with sports. In the NBA, the Spurs lost to the Mavericks 126-119 in their first game of the season in the debut of rookie Victor Wimbanyama. Wimby's night was overshadowed by foul trouble, but finished with 15 points, 5 boards, shooting 6 of 9 from the field and 3 of 5 from 3. The Spurs' next game is versus the Rockets at home on Friday with tip-off at 7. In the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys cornerback Trayvon Diggs underwent surgery to repair his torn ACL on Tuesday and is poised to return to the field in 2024. In college football news, the Texas Longhorns landed 2024 five-star wide receiver Ryan Wingo, who committed to Texas over Texas A&M, Georgia, Missouri, and more. In the MLB, the starters for Game 1 of the World Series have been announced, as the Rangers will start Nathan Evaldi, while the Diamondbacks will roll out Zach Gallen. Game 1 of the World Series tomorrow, a game you can catch over on ESPN 1250. The Astros will be looking for a new manager to start 2024 after 26 seasons as manager in the majors, including the last four with the Houston Astros. Dusty Baker is retiring at the age of 74, per Bob Nightingale of the USA Today. The Astros went 320 and 226 over his four seasons at the helm with four straight ALCS appearances, two World Series appearances, and one World Series title. I'm Rudy J for 941 San Antonio Sports Star. It's 702. AccuWeather and Time Saver Traffic up next. KTSA News brought to you by Stevens Roofing.